0: Another episode of the Grassroots Roundtable Podcast. I'm the host, Smeagol. I'm kidding. It's me, the A-game, Adam Bailey. Everybody thought we had Smeagol on here, but it's, it wasn't. It, it was just me. Welcome, everyone, to the first Roundtable Podcast episode of 2021. With me today, as always, the main man himself, lead elder of Grassroots Church here in good old Greenbrier County, West Virginia, Darren Uh, Can I speak with your manager? Cherry. Am I a Karen? I don't know. I don't think I'm a Karen. Did any of that intro make sense? Uh,
1: No. You've already broken rule number one. I I did an
0: impression. Yep. Well, it's okay when I do impressions of fictional characters. It's whenever I do impressions of my colleagues behind their backs. Oh, there you go. You know, if a British person listens to me do a British accent. Man, okay, small victory. The other day, I had a situation where I had to try really hard not to do an impression, and I actually didn't do it because if I hear an Australian accent, like if I meet someone from Australia or New Zealand, I get them mixed up. Sorry, if I hear them speaking in their accent, which they tend to often do, I want to re- I want to talk back to them in that accent. It's really hard. And I met a couple the other day from New Zealand, and it took everything in me not to be like, oh, good eye, are you going down onto the debunk?" I don't know, but I didn't. Impressions are fine. As long as it's a fictional character, but you cannot, ladies and gentlemen, my faithful listeners, cannot do impressions of your colleagues behind their backs. It's not no, flattering. Turns
1: out, no, don't do that. And and now all you have to do is talk about the office and sports, and you'll just bring in twenty twenty one in a beautiful way. But how was that Smeagol impression? My voice is really low because this is early in the day. Was it pretty? I've good? heard it before. You do a good job. Pretty that good. one was. That one was quiet. It was So either, it hopefully, was they, hopefully morning, it was heard well.
0: Yeah, hopefully it was heard well. Uh, I could have done Kermit. Nobody minds if you do that. I am going to explain everybody the situation we got going on here. So you and I, it's been a while since we've met up and discussed It's discuss been a while. Schedule all that church business. Yep. It's been a couple weeks since we recorded a podcast because for some reason the roundies weren't uploaded the week when they should have been. So we took a week off of the we podcast. Did. First we time did. since March. So this is the first time we've really sat down and spoken in a couple weeks. Yes. We do have church business to discuss. But Looking th- forward to it. Good stuff. Absolutely. I see that black folder. I've got the
1: infamous uh, black folder.
0: But I thought, you know, this is going to be great. What if we just meet up here in the theater, hit play, hit record, and just talk so that way the listeners can enjoy a fresh conversation in the midst of our chaos of a stage right now. Yeah. I didn't know what was happening. I came in and there are saws everywhere. There's sawdust. The ceiling's leaking, which always happens, but That's still always, it adds yeah. to the theme. And it's also interesting because I'm a morning person. Yeah. I've had two cups
1: of coffee. I got my third right here. I think you woke up a couple minutes ago. <laughs> I'm way ahead of you by way of energy. Well, I I'm the type, yeah. I set my alarm for 7. We're meeting at 8. I set my alarm for 7 and at 7:37 I got out of bed. <laughs> I set
0: my alarm for six fifteen because I always wake up at six fifteen or try to get out of bed at six fifteen, had some coffee, watch some news, studied on today's podcast topic, which is guilt, which we'll get to in a moment. Yeah. Happy twenty twenty one.
1: It's gonna you know, be good. Good got topic. Here at
0: I wasn't too late today though.
1: I wasn't real late. Oh no,
0: not at all. It was just a little I thought bit. you were bringing breakfast, that's why you were late. Oh, but I was Yeah, yeah it, it, was f- it, fell. it was closed. It was closed. <laughs> it fell. So anyway, the, here's the here's the question, Darren. Yes. I have not spoken with you really. We've texted but I haven't sat down and talked to you since Christmas, New Year's. How was your holiday?
1: Lead Elder Darren Cherry. It was really good. Of course, you know we've got our two uh two new additions to the family. We've got the five boys in the house um and it's it's been really good. We Christmas morning was a lot of fun. Uh, I will share just really briefly. It's almost like a a win of a a, a fun story where um, we went over to my wife's parents for Christmas, Christmas Day. um, And it wasn't a whole lot of people because a lot of the family didn't travel uh, due to the spike in cases and everything in the state. And so um, it wasn't a whole lot of people, but us, you know, Kelly, myself and our five boys, we went over there And we actually ended up going back over later Kelly was going back over later to hang with her brother and sister-in-law And um, and I said, well, I'll just stay here at the house with the five boys You go over there, you relax, um, enjoy And literally four out of the five were like, what well, can we go to? And it was like, well, there's no, here they have their new Video games, their new toys, their new stuff to do. At our house, going over to her folks, they didn't. And but literally, uh, four out of the five. The oldest was the only one. <laughs> Luke was the only one that didn't. He likes he likes his quiet, so he stayed. I hear you, Luke. I'm I'm
0: the same way. It's like I'm going. I'm I'm playing my new toys. Yeah, depends on what game you got. I would love to hear which game did he get. Well, uh, Madden, Madden 21 is actually Madden 2020. Oh, which is the same Madden game. Madden 20. Same oh, is it really? Same game oh, pretty good. much. One has an updated roster. Because Kelly
1: got a really good deal on it. No, so I,
0: I have. I buy Madden every year. And because there's a new generation of consoles coming out, I feel like yeah. EA Tiburon, who makes Madden, I don't think that they wanted to put a lot of energy into the current console Madden 2021. 20, oh. So they basically took Madden 20 and updated the roster and sold it for 60 bucks. Oh, well, I'm glad we didn't. But I... Go that route, then. Yeah, I have a lot of it. It's probably Madden 21 is probably the worst Madden i played in the past decade. And not that Madden 20 is bad. Madden 20 was good. Good gameplay. Um, I can go into more detail about that. But Madden 21 didn't bring anything new. Same roster. Story oh. is garbage well, on 21. It's really good on
1: 20. I don't know. So well, good job, Kelly. Well, I was pretty good surprised job. by it because I don't play those games. Well, I don't play very really any games. but But I went down there. The boys were playing it. And I was like, "Wow, the graphics, the look of it is
0: pretty amazing." Uh,
1: Nintendo Switch or
0: uh, PlayStation, PS4, PS4, yeah. So it looks just like uh, Xbox One for the most part. It was, it was really cool. Cr- and man, we need to play because we're gonna have a game night here soon for GSM. I've just
1: been contemplating what game to play and what some systems to do on the big screen. Oh, oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> thank well, you for telling me this. And and the two new ones are the ones that like to play that. Um, my my two older ones don't uh, play sports games. But Lincoln, you know, now six-year-old Lincoln, is the one that he tried, and he played as the Browns against the Bengals. You'd have thought a real game was going on in the basement, listening to the boys cheer him on as he crushed the Bengals with the Browns. <laughs> Like, Love you heard it. it like, interception, go, go. Like, it was hilarious to watch or to hear. Probably so. sounds like me because I have my game stuff set up in in the
0: guest room. That's my quiet time. I like to play video games for like 30 minutes a day. I don't really have a day ne- set aside for rest, but it's easy for me to, like, decompress, put my headphones on, let me play 30 minutes here. But I take Madden very seriously. Been been loyal to the Madden franchise since Madden 90, 99 or 98. Oh, wow. I, my first one I got was Madden 99, but I, I played Madden 98 with my friend. But there are times, you, you know. Usually, I just play against the computer. I'm not playing online. I win, you know, 90 percent of the time. Uh, it's the one game I would say I'm the best at. Ma- if someone was to say, "What's your best game?" I'm like, I'm pretty good at Madden because I played it for so much, played it for so long. But every now and then I'll lose, and I it makes me so mad. Like um, <laughs> the Raiders beat me one time. It's like no. <laughs> but anyway, turn so, the system
1: off before it ends. So you had a lot of time with family. We did, and and Got having Madden the boys, having all the boys want to go back over there with us when the. There's no game. It's just go to hang out with family. That was a really cool thing, you know, watching our crew come together in that way. And uh, and then New Year's, uh, we stayed up playing games and uh, watching movies. Board games or Madden? Uh, they play. There's a game um, called Nintendo Land, and it's on the N- Switch, the Nintendo Wii U. Uh, oh, yeah, and it's basically party games, not Mario party, but party games where four people could play at once and they play different types of games against each other. A bunch of mini games. Yeah. And that's been a new year's tradition for our boys for a few years now. So they brought the two new boys into that. And so they played that and then they came up and we played board games up until midnight. And then we made everybody go right to bed and <laughs> I was done. So y'all made it to midnight. We did. We did. Literally <laughs> the game was like we're playing this game, board game, everybody around the kitchen table. And then Kelly's like, oh, it's midnight. We're like, happy new year. Go to bed. I've been I've been busting everybody's
0: bubble, too. I, I You know, 2021, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, first day of 2021. Like, you know, it's just another day. Oh, it's just yeah. a it number. Doesn't mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And I'm on the record, even on this podcast, of talking about how, you know, it's going to be a while before we all get vaccinated. There, yeah, it's, it's a train wreck. And, you know, it's just another day. But I... I've been a big pessimist with everyone, you know, all the parties going on at work. It's like you know, it's um,
1: tomorrow, just another day, which is good. It it really is. I I didn't even plan on staying up. Kelly is the one that wanted to, and so I was like, oh, okay, because I could care less. My holidays, I thought at the time, and when we were setting up for the podcast,
0: I kind of talked about this. I thought at the time we were keeping it simple. Because we didn't travel to my mom's house in Ironton or my sister's house in Hurricane. We had a couple of online get-togethers. We did our gift exchange online, so we FaceTimed in. Oh, that's cool. Same thing with my, ner- my niece's uh, birthday, which you make fun of me for going to too many nieces and nephews' birthdays. I did it online this year. I love yeah. my family. Any hey, excuse I have to hang good. out with my family. That's it. And I miss them. Um, so we did a lot of Christmas online. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we went to her parents here in Lewisburg. And her, yeah, uh, my in-laws were there. Their kids were there. It was a good time. It was a good Christmas. Got a lot of, I got way too much stuff. A lot of, a lot of very generous giving there. A lot of jerky. Got a soundbite. Hey. I mean, it was good. And I like stuff. I don't love it, but man,
1: I like, I like some good. Hey, I'll tech, tell you this techy stuff. I have found where I, I could care less what I get. I, and that's listen, Christmas, birthday, anniversary. I, I don't care. I don't care to get anything anymore. But I I have found that I do want something to open on Christmas. Like, I could open, you know, bags of chips and boxes of candy for Christmas, and I'd be like, all right. Like, this is, thank you. You know, I I don't need anything. I don't want anything. But I do want to have something to open. Yeah, you want some physical, material
0: manifestation of people's love and adoration for you. It's like Rowan got me a best dad dundee which is really cute are you serious Hot sauce i got so much jerky i've almost eaten it all by this point crawfish jerky is the best if y'all want some good jerky listeners go to the jerky outlet next to the interstate here in lewisburg get some crawfish jerky. is that
1: like a brand or is it actually the animal i don't know the brand it's the animal they made it's the crustacean crustacean crawfish crawfish They've it's like jerky, jerky it. with kind
0: of a seafoody old ba- It is the really? best jerky I've ever had. y'all I highly recommend it uh, we'll nine point
1: seven out of ten. We'll have to try it. It's pretty good get you, get you some uh, crawfish yeah jerky I, there I, I want I want something to open um, it, it doesn't and and I will say the best gift I ever got to 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 date the best gift I ever got um, there was it was when Gavin was in elementary school and at the elementary school they had one of those things where students could order things. Santa's um, workshop. Yeah, pretty much. We, growing up when I, my elementary school was called Santa's secret shop, you know, and so you went in and picked stuff out and he had picked out a mug for Kelly called, I love you called, it said, I love you a latte. And so, you know, she loves coffee and it was play. I was like, buddy, this is perfect. He used his own money. And so this is, when you think about like a little fifth grader, a little fourth grader using their own money, to order mom this. I was like, go for it. And it never crossed my mind. Well, why isn't he getting anything from me? Like, it never crossed my mind. It was just, oh, buddy, mom's going to love this. This is is awesome. This is so sweet. I love it. And then Christmas morning, that little beggar had schemed with me to order the mug for Kelly. And he had schemed with Kelly to order something for me. And, and I had no idea. And it was this little multi-tool. It was a measuring tape um, with a level. And then it had a little pen on it with a little pad of paper. And that's just this little – that's all it was. And it's still sitting on my desk in my office. Like, best gift ever because it just – watching your kid have no reason to get you anything, you know, and scheme – <laughs> behind your back, and to get something that was relevant. It's yes. not like some random thing. I have absolutely I used understand it. what you I love mean. It. I, it, I, love I think it. it's
0: it's a it's a good parent thing. Like you've done well in raising your kids. <laughs> if they have that trait, Rowan did this. I wanted to work with Rowan to get Jesse some type of jewelry that said "Mom." Uh-huh. Jesse doesn't really wear necklaces or earrings. Doesn't have her ear pierced. So I wanted to find a bracelet. She doesn't have her ears wanted. pierced. Mm-mm. Oh wow! Tell you what, that girl ain't piercing no ears. I don't- <laughs> Think her personality would appreciate holes in her ears. Does she ever do like clip ons or magnetic? Oh, my girl, real man. <laughs> <laughs> my girl, real. Ain't nothing fake about her. Ain't no clip ons. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry about that. She doesn't listen to the podcast anymore. So I can mean, saying stuff like that. But I took Rowan to Walmart to try to get her something that said mom. And I found a bracelet at the jewelry section, just a little bracelet that said mom. But I told Rowan, it's like, she, Rowan didn't seem satisfied. I'm like, well, I'll let you pick out some smaller things. Like, what do you think your mom would like? She said, we need to get her something special, like makeup. I'm like, okay. I'll tell you what. I'll let you pick out some makeup. I'll let you pick out the bag. (laughs) I'll let you pick out the paper that we put on top of the bag, whatever it's called, the colorful sandwich paper. (laughs) Tissue paper. (laughs) That's basically the paper. Anyway, Uh, so Rowan picked out some blush for mom, some eyeliner, and some fingernail polish. Okay,
1: before this goes any further, um, Jesse is now required, uh, the next time that we all go out to wear all of that makeup. Brother, she wore that on Christmas because Rowan bought
0: her the absolute correct shade. Are you serious? brand of all three things. You, know, I'm not making this up. Jesse even told me. She's like, wow, she actually got everything. I, I don't know if that's a coincidence or Rowan's very observant. Hey, and,
1: go Rowan.
0: And she picked out like an $8 butterfly bag. <laughs> but that's what she wanted. But go we, Rowan. We, we had a good Christmas. Good, good job, job family. Rowan. It was very hectic. In hindsight, I was very exhausted yesterday because the adrenaline kind of got me through the holidays. Work, yep. Working in a hospitality during the holidays, you're just busy and dealing with you know other people. <laughs> I was almost dealing with people. But when you're interacting with guests... On that level, on a day-to-day basis, I mean, it requires a certain level of energy. Uh, You you have to force yourself to be kind and hospitable to your guest. You put two holidays together, incredibly exhausting, but the adrenaline kind of got me through it, even on New Year's. I worked New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I didn't make it to 12 o'clock. Here's my New Year's night. I fell asleep around 10.30. Now, before that, we made some wings. I air fried some wings and tossed a pound of them in some uh, Asian Zing mm. Buffalo Wild wing sauce. Made mm. some uh, garlic Parmesan Buffalo Wild wing Wings. Jesse made bean dip. That's pretty much it. FaceTime my sisters and my family and everybody just to say Happy New Year. Fell asleep at 1030. Rowan decides to wake up at 1230 and hang out until five. So I missed the ball dropping, but I was up half the night. Then I had to go to work the next day. Man, yesterday was a trudge. So you combine the lack of sleep With the lack of adrenaline because I'm out of the holidays, I was useless yesterday. But last night, God was good in His grace and His mercy. I slept like eight and a half hours. Nice. This is what a normal person would sleep, but that is an exempt. That's a good night for you. Extraordinary amount of sleep for me, uninterrupted
1: too. So that brings us to today. And and I will say the week in between Christmas and New Year's, worst week of the year. Worst week of the year because. well, Christmas is so awesome, the whole season. I know it's a little bit hectic, but I love the season of Christmas. Love it. But then New Year's, you you and I have already said it, like, it's just another day, but everybody acts like it's another holiday coming. And so that week in between, everybody's like, well, we just got done with Christmas. We're getting ready for New Year. It's like, no, no, Christ- the holidays are over. Amen.
0: Amen. You talked about it on your uh, sermon this Sunday. Like when Christmas is done, you're done with the holidays. We spent so much time. We started decorating for Christmas right after Halloween pretty much. Because which I caved in. Jesse wanted to do that. Well we thought twenty twenty is sad. I wanted a new lamp in the living room, but I'm like, you know, Christmas tree is a pretty good source of light. It's a good lamp substitute. It's true. So Jesse and Rowan, since early part of November, you notice I did not include myself. They've been decorating for Christmas and everything. So we're still in the process of getting our decorations down. Today's really the first time I've had off. I can't wait for today. Got a podcast, get to meet with you. I'm going to go chop some wood that my boy Larry hooked me up with. Oh. Finally got to bust that and stack that. So he's proud of me. Um, and then we're going to take down the remaining parts of our decorations because it was still up because there was so much of it. Yeah. But I'm happy to be off. Happy to be with you today, Darren. At clock. How much did that intro? Where uh, are we we're at, right at almost now? 20 better, minutes. Oh, my goodness. I better I better set my timer. Because you faithful gonna, listeners, you. Look, hey, listener, happy new year. Happy 2021. Hope you had a good
1: Christmas. Hope you're looking forward to 2021. Time to get on with life. Continue
0: staying with the podcast. I know I'm ready for
1: summer. Like, I'm yep. ready to get stuff Which done. I was, you were saying today, you know, day off. The one thing I love about the winter, because you know me, I hate the winter. I hate the cold. I hate. I hate it. I can't wait for summer again. But the one thing I do like is when I do have a day off. There's I'm not trying to get out and mow the grass, I'm not trying to get out and do stuff. It's like, oh, day off. I'm going to I'm going to relax.
0: Which for me is chopping wood. I'm going to be so happy when that Christmas stuff comes down. <laughs> oh yeah, so I can open up my window again and get some more natural light in here. I'm the guy, I might have mentioned on podcast, I look, I like looking forward to something more than the something itself. So it's yeah. the time of year now where I'm like,
1: give me some spring.
0: I love looking oh. forward to spring. So I don't hate February because it's
1: so hopeful. I'm like, I hate looking January and to February. Spring. March is the one that holds the hope for me.
0: Yeah, yeah March, daylight saving I time. I hate January
1: and February. Although, guess what? We are past winter solstice. So the days are getting longer. Yeah. Glory to God. It's always darkest before the dawn. So if you are
0: listening, thank you, always. Very faithful, loyal listeners. We love feedback. Remember that before we get into today's topic. W- com. Oh, yeah. Check that Hit out. Get that
1: website. YouTube. Wait, we're not Facebook? on
0: YouTube. I mean, we are, but not the podcast. Oh, we got a
1: YouTube channel. But I YouTube? just looked over, and it was the time said 2020, and then it went to 2021, and I'm like, right it's when you were saying Happy New, New Year. Yep, uh, let's do planned
0: this. it. Let's
1: do this. So if you
0: are listening be sure to keep uh, keep checking in on the podcast because you and I, one thing we're gonna start doing, we're gonna go on dates. We're gonna go to the Western End soon. We haven't yep. planned it yet. We're gonna get some Possum Holler pizza. I we have and we to gotta talk about it. We gotta we're gonna we're gonna get the Western End more involved here. And if we have to eat pizza and check out local restaurants on the Western End to do that, by golly, we will do so because we are we are sojourners, frontiersmen. I like it. Uh, to get everybody involved, we've got some guests coming up in the next few weeks. So always stay tuned. But today, today, again, happy 2020, happy 21. It's that time of year when everybody is making New Year's resolutions. You're probably reflecting upon 2020 and thinking to yourself, how can I improve myself? What can I do better? What goals can I achieve in 2021? Along with that reflection, some of you, especially given that New Year's Eve was just like two days ago, some of you
1: might be feeling a little bit guilty. Yeah, warp, guilt.
0: Warp,
1: warp. Guilt, which you, you said New Year's resolutions, and and I'm actually speaking on this tomorrow because tomorrow here at the gathering is Revision Sunday. Because today is a Saturday. It's January yep. 2nd, Saturday. And Revision Sunday, what we always do is we we revisit the vision. We we go back to the vision God's given us as a church, but we look ahead to new goals. And, and one of the things I realized, New Year's resolutions – are typically, typically they're one-time things. Now, not that you do them once, but it's like, I want to lose 20 pounds. It's not a life change. It's a one-time thing. It's a resolution. It's a Band-Aid. Yeah, it's, I want to, for a lot of Christians, a big one is I'm going to read through the Bible, the entire Bible. And they usually get to about, you know, numbers, numbers, and quit because it's tough to read. And and so it's like they're just what – resolutions are just useless, okay? But when you set goals for the year, then you've given that year, like, some purpose. And so that's why, like, for us, we've got three goals, which I'm not even going to talk about yet, even though this won't come out until after tomorrow. But we're going big. And it's the cheesiest –
0: I cheesiest am smiling <laughs> so much listener. I'm just smiling over here. Yeah. I
1: love it though. Yeah, we're going big. And and <laughs> but but that's not, like so many people make these resolutions and don't keep them. And so what you end up with is you know how many people have already this is this is day 2. Correct? This is January 2nd. There's already a portion of people that have thrown their resolutions out the window. And so it's like dealing with the guilt of that. How many memes have you seen or things have you seen or heard people where it's like the week before New Year's, they have a goal or resolution for the coming year, and they – I'm going to lose 20 pounds. So what do they do the couple of weeks leading up to New Year's? They eat like slobs. Mm -hmm. And – maybe somebody's like, I'm going to quit smoking in 2021. So what do they do? They smoke 10 packs a day leading up to it. It's just like, and so there's all this guilt of like, I've not been good the last few days or guilt of the year, whatever. I think guilt is a great topic for the first one for 2021.
0: It really is. So you are not one of the people that say resolutions are useless, if you're going to change something about yourself to make yourself better. I, I'm, okay, I'm saying this not because I agree with the terminology, but most people can recognize it. I'm not a big self-help guy. But if someone, if someone were to say, if you need to improve something upon yourself, do it any time of year. Don't wait until just New Year's. But you think New Year's is just a good time to reset and refocus.
1: It's a good – to set goals for a new year. Like you're right there, and you're thinking about the year and past. You're thinking about the year to come, to set goals, and then it gives purpose to that year. Of you know, maybe maybe a dad's thinking, I I want to pray with my wife more. Man, it's a good goal. Now, if you come up with that in May, don't be like, you know what, 2022, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna pray with my wife. No, like, no, yeah, go definitely it. go yeah. for it. But but right now. When you get toward the end of the year, it's it's good to be like, hey, th- here's some goals for the next year, and we're going to go after those goals. Yeah, I try to set
0: personal goals in an abstract way. Like? like I mean, well, for example, you mentioned the weight thing. That's like the biggest one. Everybody wants to be healthy. And actually, everyone says they want to lose weight. It's really more of a healthier lifestyle, Yeah, which is, again, more abstract. But then you get specific and concrete. It's like, I need to lose 20 pounds, and I need to lose 21 pounds in 2021. Um, but that's the, that's what I'm talking can, about. Yeah, You can do that per month. I mean, why wait until January the 1st to do that? It's like if you do need to lose weight, if you need a healthier lifestyle, I mean, that's your health. You do that. Make a goal during the month. So I don't want to be too specific and concrete. I like more abstract things. For example, in 2019, uh, my resolution, my goal personally for – no, 2020. Excuse me. Ugh, for 2020 was experience. Oh, like I, gotcha. I wanted to experience – Oh, God you more. you experienced I want, want it to be more in the present. So if we're on vacation somewhere, it's like I wanted to be 100% engaged in experiencing that vacation because sometimes my mind wonders. Like, I'm at work, but my mind's here at Grassroots oh, Church. Oh, gotcha. I'm here at Grassroots Church. I'm thinking about work, and then it's like, no, I want to, like, have good experience because I do think God is a good God. Uh, His love was made manifest in Jesus Christ. All the blessings bestowed upon Him upon Jesus from God have been given to us as Jesus' children. We're co-heirs, meaning that the life that Jesus had, we get to experience. So I wanted to experience, you know, God's creation, God's, you know, just experience. They did pretty well on that in 2020, given COVID. I got to experience that. Hey, that's an experience. So, but anyway, it's kind of abstract. So some days it's like, oh, I am I messed up because I'm, I'm, I'm not in the present. I'm distracted. I messed up, but just like go back to it. It's easier to go back to something abstract than to... Give up on something concrete, but that's what this year. You control, which I think I'll be teaching oh, about uh, on a couple of Sundays. Self control. Oh. Refer, refer back to the previous po- or a couple podcasts ago about self control and fast food.
1: The, oh, that was oh.
0: Well, I want to be in control, and I'm good to. It applies to guilt as well, but not so much in terms of sin. But if there's something, for, let's use food as an example again. If you. Cannot continue to drive by McDonald's in the morning. You don't need McDonald's. You've had your breakfast. It's not healthy, but you, ah, I've got to give in to that appetite. You're not in control. So, like, so self control. Have- yeah, self control, self discipline. It's self-discipline, like, no, I yeah. need to go to bed at nine o'clock every night so I can wake up and feel refreshed and conquer the next day. But, oh, there's yeah. all this stuff going on. No, I need to be able to overcome that self control and be self disciplined. Hey. So, that's really what I want to be more in control, which is kind of an oxymoron because we're all. Victim of circumstance. Nobody has total control. I know, but it's fruit of the spirit. It is the fruit of the spirit, and uh, you know the but,
1: spirit is what. But I think that's what you're saying. Like you're, that's a great way to put it. Is the abstract because you could say, you know, you already said it. It's, I want to lose twenty pounds. Well, that's that's a one time thing, where it's like once you lose twenty pounds, you might just start
0: eating like a slob you again. can lose 20 pounds in an unhealthy way too
1: yes you, and that's it's why it's like
0: a lifestyle change change your mind like change your exactly to and and th- that discipline. even
1: self-control is one of those things that's like that has to do with that you know if, if you're saying if you can't drive by you know mcdonald's without getting your frappe every single morning it's like you know working on the self-control you know if you can't you know you, you go eat at the buffet, and you have to go four, five, six times. It's like self-control. You know. That's, yeah. that's a good, good goal for 2021. And it
0: ties into guilt as well, and I'll get into that more in just a moment. So if you're listening, you, everyone knows what guilt feels like, whether you be a Christian or non-Christian. Even if you're not a believer, you've set goals, you've failed goals, you've hurt people. Now, some people out there will say you should never have any reason for feeling guilty. I believe that is a vast minority the relative world we're living in. But I actually think most people experience guilt, and that guilt drives them to do something. It eventually drives them to action. As Christians and non-Christians like, uh, non-Christians, I think they set goals, fail goals, guilty, guilt-ridden. For Christians, it comes down to sin. We mess up, yep. we sin, and we just crush ourselves, and we let guilt control us. You know, We can't get our minds off of it. Just this feeling of guilt. So I want to talk about that a little bit today, not to get into anything too heavy. I don't really have much time for it. But, Darren, I asked you earlier if you've been preparing for this podcast deep in study about the topic of guilt, and you said you've been preparing your entire life, my entire life, your entire life. So what situation or situations do you find in your life that lead you to feeling the most guilty? Like, when do you feel the most guilt? Because I'm pretty sure I've heard you say one time, I was like, I don't feel, well, now it wasn't you. You didn't say it that way, but anyway,
1: how do you experience guilt? Um, the, the biggest guilt I have is when I know, okay, I'll just give an example. Um, I can sit here in my office, like watching YouTube and hanging out when there's something I can be doing more productive and my brain just doesn't want to. <laughs> and so I just don't. And so it's like, I should probably go home, you know, hang with the family. It's like, ah, uh, but if I go home, there's going to be responsibilities. If I'm sitting here, nobody's bothering me, I can do what I want. It's like, that's the type of situation where I, I feel guilty, where. I should be doing something else. I could be doing something else. But I just choose to to slack. And so so that's, that's how where I'm like, oh, man, I feel guilty for being. I don't feel guilty in the midst of it. Like two hours later when I could have been home two hours prior and been helping with the kids at home or um, had time to get something done, I feel guilty that I spent two hours – you know, sitting in the office watching a TV show or something instead. Like, like, and please understand, that's not like an everyday occurrence. I'm not, that's not every day in my office where I'm just sitting there watching shows. Hey, welcome but, to the confession part of the podcast. Yeah. But that's the type of guilty is where it's like, in hindsight, I feel guilty that I could have done better.
0: Yeah. And I have to not only agree with you, but go back to the self control thing. For me, I experience guilt. This is pretty abstract. I experience most guilt whenever I lose control over something. By that I mean, if I lose my temper and lash out, which happens occasionally, that brings so much guilt to me. If I lash out at Jesse or Rowan, if I didn't lose my temper, I would you know, be able to think clear, get my words out better. But when I lose control, I'm like, man, that wasn't me. I wasn't in control of what I said. Same thing with trying to get in a joke. It's like someone will say something. I'm like, oh, this, I've got a dirty joke. Uh, I shouldn't say. Oh, I said it. Oh, darn it! I feel guilty. <laughs> um, I lost control over that. If I can maintain self control, I tend to not feel as guilty. I, it's not wrong to be mad, but when you lose control and give into your temper, that's wrong. It's not bad to say something, to try to say something funny, but if you lose control over that, you can't censor yourself and edit things out that probably need to be. Um, so, things like that. And I th- also think about back in the day, like back in the early 20 teens, you know, I went out all the time. I don't try to cover that up. Well, I went out and partied. I think some of the guiltiest moments I've ever had, waking up the morning after a night of going out, you know, in that moment, going out, it's awesome. It's a party. It's crazy. But you wake up in the morning, it's like, oh, I can't believe I said that. I can't believe I did that. Was that me with the, b- oh, no. It's like, oh, I feel so nasty and guilty. That's how I experience guilt. It's when I lose control, and that can really show itself in different ways. But that—that's how—that's how I—how that's I, um, how I tend to experience guilt, which is not a bad thing. And I do want to add one more thing, Darren. It's important to know that I'm not saying that guilt is a good thing or a bad thing. You just have to know how to manage it. If you feel guilty about things you have no control over, like you, you should probably start. take ownership for yourself, well, be responsible for yourself.
1: Yeah, and and that's what I I, I want to. And I hope I'm not jumping the gun here or getting ahead of you or, or if you've got, like, a flow, just cut me off or whatever. But um, I have a flow. If you have a flow. Uh-huh, totally. So I, I have always tried to help people understand there's a, a, a difference. Um, I think guilt, personal opinion, I don't think guilt is of God. Okay, I I think guilt is something the enemy uses to make us feel bad about ourselves, um, to bring us down to, yes, we regret what we did, but it doesn't lead to repentance, it doesn't lead to change, it leads us to us feeling bad about who we are, um, about you know, our our place in life, and and that guilt starts to weigh on us, not to the point of where we start seeing and going, okay, and I'm going to use the word conviction," where the Holy Spirit has stepped in and said, "You know, Adam, what are you doing you know, when you're going out and partying or or whatever it is? You know, Darren, what are you doing when you're sitting in your office uh, wasting time and And we are led to, God forgive me for that." Because guilt, what guilt does, okay, so um, I think this is a great, great, great example. Space Jam. This is, like, one of the best examples ever. <laughs> Not, like, that I came up. Like, it's just a, this universal example. Um, Charles Barkley is sitting in a I, – I imagine it's, like, a chapel at the hospital or maybe a Catholic church or something. He's in a church somewhere, and he's praying, and he's going, God – if you give me my powers back, I won't date Madonna anymore, and I won't do this. And what this is, is this is guilt. Like, I must have done something bad. This is why this has happened to me. I will make the changes. And I promise to. And it's guilt. It's And I'm going to get real, real dark here for just a second. It's the drug addict after a binge that's, been strung out for a while that kind of that gets back into a right mind feeling so guilty going I'm not doing this anymore I'm going to get my life right but then they go right back to it and so it's it's this guilt that weighs on us whereas conviction conviction leads us as Christians to the foot of the cross saying you've paid for this sin this is you you're the one with the power lead me through this change now that was a whole lot, and, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Okay. I want to share with you my thoughts. Can you
0: uh, open up your Bible, Darren, to Psalm 51? There are 19 verses in Psalm 51, and uh, I would love for you to read all 19 here in just a second, but to add to what you're saying, I, I get what you're saying about guilt. Yeah. I think that where I would differ when you say guilt is a sin, I don't know if all uh, guilt is a sin. I didn't say
1: guilt is a sin. Okay. I, I said, I think it's something the enemy uses to make us feel bad gotcha. about ourselves. Okay, I just wanted yeah. a clarification on yeah, that. No, no, no. That. So, That's good clarification. Because I feel like if
0: somebody does something wrong, Christian, non-Christian, like they do something wrong. Feel you, bad about it. You should feel bad yeah. about that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like so much of what I say always comes down to this. What does that emotion drive you to do? Yeah. Does it drive you? I got to make up for the things I've done bad by doing X amount of good things. I got to fix my own problems. Or does it drive you to conviction? And I think there is a difference. Well, guilt guilt is a feeling. It's a feeling of remorse for something you know you've done wrong. Conviction is you are like in a court of law. Now you're going to pay. You don't get to choose for that. Now it's like now something's got to be done about it. Like you have to pay
1: for what you've done wrong. Almost in that way, because and that's the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit convicts, it is for the glory of God that He convicts us. Okay, and and guilt, like I'm I'm with you 100%. Guilt, we can either wallow in the guilt and be left there, going, "I'm going to make this right. I'm going to make this right. I'm going to do better. I'm going to do." Or the guilt leads us, and and I'll read this real quick before Psalm.
0: Yeah, but a little bit of back backdrop to this. Everybody knows the story about most people know about the story about David, Bathsheba. David chooses to stay home, hang out on his porch instead of going to war like he should. Mm. Totally watches a lady take a bath. Says, "I
1: like the lady." Brings her over, gets her knocked up. Um, Which, real quick, did you? Were you like me growing up when you heard Bathsheba and? thought that they gave her that name because David had seen Dem- her taking ba- a bath? You I thought, literally thought that. But it's
0: not Bathsheba. I, I do it all the time. Also, she... and I've heard sermons where she's made out to be the villain. I'm like, man, the king summoned her. I mean... Oh, wow. God, Lord. No, 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 I no, I mean, no, no.
1: she sinned as well, but it's Yeah, I mean, like- she
0: came on over. They did some adult things. She gets pregnant. She's married. One of David's men, Uriah, is actually married to her. One to- of David's mighty men. One of his best like, men. Yeah, this is... David tries to cover up his adultery by having Uriah totally hang out with his wife, but he refuses to because Uriah is one of the unsung heroes in all of scripture. You talk about, lo- oh, man. Love, High character. High love character. Uriah. Uh, David kills Uriah, and then one day. David has Uriah killed. Yeah, indirectly. David I mean, no, kills. he's
1: guilty of murder, but I didn't want, if somebody's yeah, self the to He didn't, he didn't he the pull he he sword no. out. No. He sent he, him to the front lines of war where he knew. He would be killed. Big like old cover. Up. On and purpose. what's yes. crazy
0: about that is, I mean, this is months in the making here. This is not David on the whim. doing. He is planning this out, and he is, like, working for weeks and months on end to try to cover this up until he gets found out by the prophet. Uh, was it Nathan? Yep. Yeah, prophet Nathan. I get Nathan and Samuel mixed up. Uh, but Nathan, because the book was written by Samuel, but the prophet's Nathan. Uh, it's like, hey, God knows what you've done, and yeah, you're in trouble for it. And this is Darren, uh, D- Darren's prayer of forgiveness.
1: <clears throat> this is this me is... <laughs> asking forgiveness for all of that.
0: And pay pay particular attention to the wording that's used here. Like David confesses. And I think this is part one of... Your... Am I reading all of Psalm 51? 51. Is there 19 verses, I think? Yeah. Okay, yeah, all of Psalm 19. Just listen to the words that he uses. Part one, I feel like, of how Christians should handle guilt... First is confession, and listen to how genuine and pure and how he owns not only what he's done wrong, that is David, but he internalizes you know, it, he makes it a part of his like in complete being and worships
1: God in such a way that's awesome. So, yeah, Darren, uh, Psalm Psalm 51. 51, 1 through 19. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions. and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your, Wow, that verse is... Sorry, that verse is powerful. Um, hide your verse from my... Sorry. Verse 9. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Or I would give it. You will not be pleased with the burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Do good to Zion in your good pleasure, build up the walls of Jerusalem, then will you delight in right sacrifices, in burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. And what I love about that, thank you, Dan, for reading that, is that.
0: David's not saying, hey, God, I did these wrong things. Uh, Forgive me and help me not to do them again. Man, he owned it. He personalized it like he knew, he believed that he had sinned against God. And only God can offer him forgiveness from that. So if anyone's feeling guilty, which we all do as a Christian, that is how you should confess sin. You should be broken in spirit. Like God works with and mends the broken spirit. No amount of sacrifices, what you do You can't make up those good things to equal or be greater than the bad things you've done. It's like having God mend your broken spirit and your broken character. And man, only in Christ can you get that. And that is awesome. That is true blamelessness right there. It's not that what you did was never wrong, but it's like God blots that sin out and repairs that broken, contrite spirit. And I love that. It's not superficial. It's deep. So I think that's number one, confession.
1: Like yeah. Dar- or the- Darren, like Darren did just there, like well, David like, yeah. did. What are you? What are your thoughts on well, that, Darren? Well, you you were saying it that the idea of um, it's not that what you did was not wrong, but it's recognizing it. And he didn't wallow in the guilt. He he he. The guilt was there, but I think it became conviction because what did he do? He said, "Let the bones that you've broken rejoice." Is obviously God has stepped in and said, you know there's, there's discipline there and it's not, you know, don't get like, God, you made me this way. Yeah. I'm a sinner. You, you know, how could you be mad? No, he's going, God, I've sinned against you. Clearly God has stepped in the guilt, the conviction, everything. And, and David is falling before the throne of God going, I've done this, forgive me. And, and you said it, it's not that he's like, God, you know, I'm not going to date Madonna anymore and I'm not going to go to the parties anymore and I'm not going to, you know, it's not the way Charles Barkley was in Space Jam. He's just like, I I can only find forgiveness in you and in who you are.
0: Yeah. And if you're familiar with the story, the baby dies. Yep. Uh, God allows, uh, I don't know how to word that. It's going to sound bad, but basically God allows the baby to die and David is just broken, but there's one verse where it's like you know David he's fasting, he's crying, and he's told that the child dies, and he's like, well, oh. got up, washed his face, and ate. Like he
1: he got over that.
0: But yeah, people I love thought how that, that was
1: reversed. They were like, why are, shouldn't you mourn now? You were mourning while he was alive, but now you're mourning when he was like, he's like, nope. He's like, I can't have the baby come back to me, but I can go to him. And from that, he entered into praise. He didn't wallow yep. in his
0: self pity. Like, oh no, I cost another personal. It's two lives you you lost there, David.
1: <sighs> Quit trying to blame me for David's. Uriah
0: and your child. But yeah. that that kind of like pushed him to praise, not wallowing in it. And here's what I tend to do. Like, I don't. I'm not the type of person that. Oh, I did something wrong. Let me try to do all these good things to balance out the moral scale here. What I do was that I'll lose control, say something I shouldn't. Usually, that's like my big issue. I, I shoot off from the mouth. Oopsies. And I feel bad about it. And I know I need to seek forgiveness, pray for forgiveness and repent of that. But am I in my, in my flesh, I'm like, I'm going to wait like three days. I'm going to go three days of trying really hard, uh, practicing self-control and discipline. I'm not going to say anything bad. I'm going to think about everything I say. I'm going to take three days and do that. And then I'm going to go to God. And pray for forgiveness and thank him for, and you know what happens every time I try to do that. You know how long I make it on my own. I was gonna say failure happens. Dude, it, like twenty minutes later, I the circumstance comes and I just blow it entirely. But yeah, David sought forgiveness, which produced worship and praise. And, and one other thing to add that so you got, you gotta confess
1: the sin. <laughs> That's yes. what we're getting to here. And like true at the cross on your knees confession confession that it. And confession is recognizing you've already said it. You gotta own it. Confession would not have been David going, Well, God, she was there. She was pretty. And well, God, you're the one that allowed her to get pregnant. And so I had to deal with you right. Like, like a lot of times when we fail and the guilt and conviction comes, we want to try to point to everybody else and the reason that they're the problem, not me. You know, hey. My wife and I got in a fight. Well, if my wife would just, you know, you got mad at your kids. Well, if my kids would just, it's like, own it, confess it. And there's another side of this. So much of what we
0: talk about as Christians gets broken down into two different parts of the same whole. Two different sides of the same coin, if you will. It's always obedience and faith. The two work hand in hand. You can't, you yes. can't pull the two apart. So yes. if you follow through in obedience and confess those sins, the other part, part two, if you're feeling guilty, yes, confess your sin, but also have faith. We use it all the time for our call to repentance. On Sunday mornings, uh, 1 John 1, 9, it says if we confess our sins... He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And I love that so much because if we truly confess our sins like David did right there, God is faithful. God is just. So oftentimes we do wrong things and we quote unquote confess it, but we continue to beat ourselves up. It's like for me to reflect on things that happened back in 2013. You know, I prayed for forgiveness. I've repented of that. I can't dwell on that. I have to have faith that, you know, God has forgiven me from that. I... The debt's been paid. I can't. Yeah. There's nothing that I can, other than like have faith and praise God that 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 has already been paid for by the cross. Yeah. That wrongdoing that I did was
1: paid for by Jesus on the cross. So. Yeah, and I think think a lot of people will lean into that and be like, yes, God has forgiven me. Thank you, God. And God, because of that, I'm not going to do this again. And it's like, that's good, but it's not, you don't, respond let me give you an example um guy struggles with alcohol and you know has too many drinks one night gets tipsy gets drunk whatever has a fight with his wife family neighbor whatever and in guilt the next day he goes god i know you've forgiven me but i'm going to cut my neighbor's grass and i'm going to you know, take my wife out to dinner, and I'm going to, you know, take the family on a camping trip, and and what they're doing is basically what you said earlier. They're trying to balance the scales or, or make you know there's more good here than bad. It's like yes, I know God's forgiven me, but and it's like no, no, that's that. There's a period at the end of that sentence. God has forgiven me, and it's in the cross of Christ. It's the work of the cross of Christ. Um, I'm forgiven now, in faith. We, we, we work. We, we, we do. We, it's like, you know what? God, you have forgiven me. And because of that faith, I'm going to honor my wife more. I'm going to honor my neighbor more. I'm going to honor my kids more. Whatever, whatever realm it's in. And I, and I think that's an obedience. Yes, yes. And that's, you, you said it perfect. You cannot separate those two. You, you can't. Like, faith leads to obedience. And, and, and all honesty, as we obey, we see God work. It, you have more faith. Faith grows, and that's what I think. Second Corinthians seven, nine, and ten says uh, what Paul's talking to the Corinthian church says: "As it is written, I rejoice not because you were grieved, but because you were grieved into repenting, for your for you felt a godly grief, so that you suffered no loss through us. For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. And it's this this whole idea of." This godly grief leads us to the cross, and then in obedience, whereas worldly grief leads us to, I'm going to be better, I'm going to do better, I'm going to make this right, I'm going to make up for this, and all that does is lead to death. Yeah, we're all still going to fall short, because none of us oh, are truly yeah.
0: righteous. Believers and unbelievers alike, um, I know we're about to wind down here a little bit. You did good today, man. Did I do good today? You were prepared, like... I thought you were you picked the topic. I wanted to talk about aliens, but
1: well, you gave me a <laughs> list, and I thought this was a good one, you know, for hey, this week. But you, I'm, this I'm was totally going to
0: talk about aliens. It's been on the forefront of my mind. I've been reading too much about the galaxy and universes and stuff, and um, I anger a lot of people with my stance on aliens. All right, well, we'll talk about that. We'll make it fresh, uh, but to kind of conclude everything, many people, especially outside the church, but. A lot of people from different denominations will look at, say, Baptist, who would, would teach, which is what we do, uh, that Christ's sacrifice was sufficient for all my sins, past, present, future. Like, those are paid for. I, Done. But I'm still going to mess up. I'm still going to sin. My mere nature, I, I sin. I'm not, I mean, I can do good things, sure, but I mean, I'm still a sinner. But we, we teach that all sins have actually been paid for. People outside will look at someone who holds to that truth, that person will say, well, now I can do whatever I want. I mean, God, I've been forgiven for all my sins. Now let's go party. Let's go do stuff. Let's be super promiscuous because all my sins are paid for. It's like, oh, my goodness. Look, if you all right, use me as an example, um, know that going out and partying is wrong. You med- You know it's wrong by way of Scripture. It's just wrong. Don't do that. Um, you think about it, go do it anyway. Wake up the next day, feel super guilty and, like, nasty and terrible, Hit your knees in prayer, confess the sin, just like lay it before the cross. That brings me so much hope, knowing that I can do that. Like it makes me never want to do those things again. Matter of fact, when I find that whenever I confess sin, there's always this relief of hope, where it's like, oh, like that's over, like it's not weighing me down, and I, I can't go back to that. Like that will, that repentance should drive you away from that initial iniquity, not to continue to pursue it. So if you're someone that Believes, hey, I can continue to live my life the way I want to because it's all been all my sins have been forgiven. It's like, uh that's there's a big red flag there. You cannot do that. Well, and you will that's, always go back to the cross and ask for
1: forgiveness. Go to go to the book of James, where he's like, oh, you say you have faith, good, but you don't have works. He's like, I'm going to show you my faith by my works. Meaning, there's going to be obedience that comes with faith, and and so you say the person. You know, and when we say partying, we're talking about going out, getting hammered. You yeah, know, it's two
0: o'clock in the morning. You don't know where you are.
1: Yeah, and and the next day, you know, because you you know you know biblically, you've heard it in church, you've talked to Christian friends and family. You know, hey, I shouldn't do these things, and you go and do these things, and then you wake up the next day, and you're like, God, you know, I shouldn't have done that. Uh, please forgive me. And in your mind, you're going, "Forgive me for what I did." You know, yesterday, and I'm looking forward to this weekend. I'm going to do it. Yeah, again. a couple
0: days from now, I can uh, totally find a good situation where I can do that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's not, not confession. That
1: that's not confession. That's not repentance. Um, that's that's I'm gonna I'm gonna that's penance. That's like I'm gonna do the religious rituals that I think will make me pure before God. Um, and again, it's self it's self help stuff. But but to somebody who wakes up and goes. Like is brought into conviction and God, this was wrong. I-, I want to turn away from this and I want to be led towards you. Um, and and two years later, they they go out and they party and they get drunk. It's like it's not the same as somebody who goes, God, forgive me. Uh, you know what? Forgive me for what I'm going to do this weekend too. And this applies across the board. I'm just yeah, using yeah. not partying just party. as an example. And for the record, I repented. Of that. I have not been
0: out. In that way, since the end of 2015, uh, so it's not something. I... Could you even uh, no?
1: Could you even hang? No. Like, would you? You'd no. be like 9:30. Can we go home? Can we go have?
0: Home? I have <laughs> like you know a couple of adult bevs after dinner, and every, like 7:30, I'm like, I gotta go to bed. I cannot do that <laughs> anymore. I gotta get up at 5:30. I got stuff to do tomorrow. I just I cannot physically do that. I'm 31. And I imagine that that's only gonna get <laughs> worse. is across the board here. I'm I'm just using going out and partying because I've done that and I can pick on me. Yeah. I don't care. I'm o i am like I said, I'm, I'm kinda over it. Across but
1: the board to the forget, the forget that, I'm over it, don't do person it anymore. Who gets online and
0: now is that to say is there a situation out there from, where I will yeah. crumble under the weight of that oh, circumstance? Yeah. Totally. If I don't rely upon you know Holy Spirit, I am crushed in that. So thank God that situations have not presented themselves to where I've done that. But this also applies to lust. Uh, a man who yeah. struggles with pornography, um, boyfriend, girlfriend who are sleeping together, knowing that it's wrong, wake up the next day, God forgive me for doing person this who's thing. Person spending
1: their money and not taking care of their person family. who maybe is
0: gambling too much. Yeah, uh, I you're mean, You're spending it's, all your credit card. I mean, it's across the board, overeating. I mean, there's... Well, put it into everything. real
1: quick, too, just so everybody... Just so every sin's covered, it's sins of omission, Turns sins out of we're all sinners yeah. here. Sins of commission are ones that you commit. You've done something. Sins of omission are something you should have done and you didn't. So it's like, to the person who's not, um, you know, sharing the gospel with their children, you know, and walk, it's not the church's responsibility to share the gospel with yours and my, you know, for you with Rowan and me with my boy. It's not the church's responsibility to share the gospel with them. Okay. It's mine. It's Kelly's. Now the church comes in and is a part of that. Absolutely. So if you're not doing that, you know, it, it's, it, you can apply it to any situation. Are we going to mess up? Yes. Are we going to fail? Yes. But you've already said it. Where does the guilt lead us? My closing statement here Closing statement in the voice of Gollum, or are you just going to go- Can I do Gollum again? My voice is a little bit higher. I'm awake now. Can I try it again, listeners? Can I- Well, what's your closing statement? And then you can give your sign off in the voice of Gollum. Do you think Gollum feel guilty about killing, uh, killing Deagle? Because maybe he's like- I think if you watch, I think- No, take us
0: from us.
1: I think there's a lot of guilt. Do you want to hear Kermit?
0: I'm Kermit the Fong here doing the ending of this podcast. Now, uh, I, I hope that 2021 will be a year full of recognition of our own sins, hitting our knees, confessing our sins, confessing our sins to others. That's also a big thing, which i to cover there. Confessing our sins to each other and just praising God for the efficiency of the cross. Amen. And uh, just getting over it. Cheers to 2021. Get over it. Now, uh, see, what other impressions can I have? <laughs> hey, if you've made it this far, listener, Thank you so much. I hope you've been blessed by this podcast. Give us your feedback. We love feedback, uh, questions, podcast topic ideas, anything at all. Again, grassrootswv.com. Call us, text us, come get some coffee with us one morning at the Wild Bean. We would love to continue this discussion with you. Until then, happy 2021, you awesome folk. See you next time.